city what's up we're back we're back uh we missed a couple i don't know what two weeks uh, i had to go on a little business trip and uh didn't feel like recording down in uh florida so first before we even jump into this Fawad, you're here with me tonight how are you doing uh i'm good i've had a very busy uh last week 10 days so now today tomorrow uh yeah today and tomorrow basically are my kind of off days before it gets busy again so relaxing i got a new car yesterday which is my very first car so i'm about that overall just in a pretty good mood even though i am definitely very tired is it a brand new car or just new to you new to me i got it used but it was kept in like amazing condition so it's you know it's as close to new for a used car as you can probably get um and i got a really good value for it too (laughs) the guy was kind of uh you know he was a little bit rich so he didn't really care about the money (laughs) those are the best kind yeah he he gave me a good deal on it uh what kind of car is it uh so it's a 2017 chevy volt which is a plug-in hybrid so yeah for about 80 kilometers i can go without any gas whatsoever so that's exciting it's perfect for commuters living that ev life yep i got well in Ontario, they give you a green license plate, so I got that. Oh, if you have an EV car, you get yeah. a green license plate? Yeah. Well, I'll, green tell you. I'll tell you what you get here if you have an EV car. You get eggs thrown at you because you're a hippie. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A lot of those electric vehicles are actually pretty cool. Um, But uh, I, I mentioned I went to Florida for a business trip, so I'm just going to start this off by saying this. Why the hell would anyone want to live in Florida? It is so damn hot, so hot, like like miserable hot. I went to Tampa. That's where I, I had to go for work. And I'm telling you right now, my first day there, first day, uh, four showers. That's how many showers I took the first day because I was sweating so much. No matter what I did, I was sweating. Um, I'll tell you right now, if anyone, if you are a... AC unit repairman, you need to move to Tampa because the amount of AC units that get broken and have to be repaired, that's the place to go make your money. Um, so I don't know why the hell Dane wants to go to Miami. Maybe Miami's a little less humid than Tampa, but I'm, I'm telling you when I say this, like you wake up at six in the morning and it's 80 degrees outside already, but it's humid. So it's like 95 degrees at six in the morning. And then it just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. And then by midday, it's like 95 degrees outside, and then the humidity makes it like 110. I mean, it's miserable. You, like disgusting. Oh, it is. It was so bad. Like I, I didn't want to leave the hotel. I was like, I, like the people I was with was like, let's go do this, let's go do that, and I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm just gonna melt, and I'm gonna be sweating the whole time, and I'm gonna be miserable. And the people I went with like went and got in the water. Um, for those of you that know Tampa, there's a place called Clearwater, and that's a pretty popular place for people to go. So. We went to Clearwater and they have a beach there and, uh, you know, the beach is really nice and it's got like white sand and everything. 
And then you go try to get in the water and the water's 85 degrees. So it's like you try to go in the water to cool off and it's like just as hot as it is outside. It's miserable. So I don't know why the hell Dame wants to go to Miami. I don't know what what he wants. That 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 is way too hot. Um, rant over. Tampa's hot, but Tampa's very nice. I will say extremely nice city, but oh God, it's so hot. I don't ever want to go back. So obviously we're talking about Florida, talking about Miami, like Tampa. The, the heat. There we go. Tie it all in. Um, the last episode, we we uh, we dropped the bomb that Dame had requested a trade, and uh, we didn't really go into too much because it was pretty new news, and we didn't really have a lot to go off of. Um, and here it is, two weeks later, and we still don't have a lot to go off of. Um, Not much has changed. Yeah, I mean, he still has not been traded. He's still he's still uh, his agent. There, there's. I'm gonna get into a couple things, but his agent, you know, is saying the rumor is that Dame doesn't want to go anywhere else but Miami. He won't play. He'll sit out if he gets it goes anywhere else. He doesn't want to play for any other team but Miami, which is just crazy to me. Um. So we're gonna we're gonna open all this up. We're gonna get into it. So so first things first. What's your now that you've had two weeks to kind of sit and think about it and hear everything. What's your thoughts on it? Like, how do you feel now? Do you feel worse, better? What's up? Um, I'm kind of just numb to it. And I've also been kind of actively ignoring it on purpose just because I feel like the conversation around Dame being traded is so, like, every thread I look at is, like, just toxic. So I've kind of been, you know, I've so just bad. Been, yeah, normally I don't do this, but I've just been looking at headlines and that's basically it. Um, I, I think. I've been, I've, I'm happy in a sense. I'm happy in that I'm very excited for Portland next year uh, with Scoot and Sharp. We didn't get to see much of Scoot, but I, you know, I'm like the more I think about it, just I think that lineup is going to be really good. It'll be really fun to watch. Um, and I, I don't remember if I said this last time, but I think, you know, if we don't actively try to tank i think we can even have a outside shot at the play-in tournament so i think like that the team can be that good if jeremy grant you know actually tries if sharp is if he takes a little bit of a jump and scoot is as advertised like i think that can be a really uh a, a really good team but on the dame side of things it's been a little bit um it's been a little bit annoying to say the least yes you know, I'm I'm a huge Dame fan. I, uh, you know, we've said this a million times. Like, Dame, Dame is my favorite player in the NBA. Probably my favorite player of all time. I've, you know, I want I've wanted him to go to Miami for a couple months now. But the way that this is all going down just kind of leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not you know, as you know anti Dame as some people still are, but uh, you know, this constant like. Miami and no one else is kind of getting a little bit annoying and he's it's like clear that he's kind of you know using his agent to do his dirty work while like maintaining like plausible mm-hmm. den- deniability because you know it's not him it's his agent flash rumors saying that so you know like I'll still consider maybe a little bit of that a little bit of that is true and I'll give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt but I think you know ultimately I think that's likely what he is saying and it's one thing to, you know, request privately that, like, I only want to go to Miami. But all this public stuff is, you know, it's it's a little bit annoying. Um, 
And also the other thing is like Miami can't even make their package that much better. So I don't know. Like I I just don't know the point of it because. I mean, I guess I get the point from Dame's side because if he's trying to make the other packages worse, but like I feel like I don't know. It's just it's so unnecessary drama, you know. I just like first of all, like, well, I mean, you you said it. You said you know that he's not saying anything. He's letting his agent do all the talking, right, to kind of make it seem like he's not the one doing mm-hmm. all this, right? How many times have we seen in the past where all these rumors come out and then Dame himself comes out and says, no, this is not true. No, I want to be here in Portland. I'm not leaving. Like, like we see that all the time, right? And all of a sudden it's just radio silence and there you don't hear anything. And all you hear every day, Dame only wants to go to Miami. Dame refuses to play anywhere else. And you don't ever hear Dame come out and say, no, that's not true. None of that. He stays silent now, which makes you believe this is him saying saying what's happening and and i get it i get why people are annoyed i get it um we did a poll on the last episode i want to bring this up real quick before i forget we did a poll on the last episode uh we had a couple people respond on it so uh we said how do you feel about dame asking out and 62 percent of the votes went to about damn time so i mean people are kind of okay with the idea accepted the idea and they're ready for it and they're glad it's finally happening and then it looks like 37% said it is what it is. And that's kind of that's kind of how I feel. I kind of feel like it's on both of those spots for me. Like, I'm I'm glad it's finally over and let's just move on. But it also is like, it does kind of suck, but it is what it is. And if he gets traded, he gets traded. If he doesn't, he's still here. I think um, if we asked again, there would be so, a little bit more animosity than, than when we did ask. Yeah, I think once Dame gets traded, I think that's when we're going to start seeing it. Like, once it actually yeah, does the happen. The that it happens will just be brutal. Like, Dame needs to stay away from social media because he'll be, you know, he'll be roasted constantly. So, that week is going to be bad. Well, and let's be honest. Uh, lately, Dame's been going, like, like, this is another thing. It's just an, It's just annoying and it's getting old and, you know, him going live and having that Miami song playing in the background and like all these little like innuendos to what he's wanting to do. And then apparently he missed, he liked a tweet that he didn't mean to like talking about Jody selling the team and Phil Knight buying the team. And like, and then he had to go on live and say, I accidentally liked it. Like whether he did or not, I I don't care. I don't care whether he liked that tweet or not. Um, I think 99.9% of Blazer fans want, wants Phil Knight to buy the team and wants Jody Allen to sell the team. So who cares if he liked the tweet or not? I mean, I'm sure I'm sure if it came down to it, if he had the choice of staying and competing in Portland or going to Miami, I think I still think he would pick staying here. But at this point, I think he knows it's not going to happen. And I think we all can accept that it's not going to happen. So just let's just move on. Who cares? Like people were making that such a big deal that he liked that tweet like that meant Phil Knight tomorrow was going to come and buy the team because he liked that tweet. Like it's just. The fact that he even had to go on live and explain why, like, it just Twitter's a weird place. Um, but I did want to give a, a shout out to C. Walton1968 on Spotify. And I, and I want your opinion on this. Uh, he said, this is regarding Dame asking out on our last podcast. He said, Cronin knew on Monday when he met with Lillard. He, I feel Cronin misled us the last two years. We have not been dedicated to winning since Cronin took over. Cronin's PR image took a huge hit in the public forum. 
So before I turn it over to you, I get I get what he's saying. I do, because we've heard for two years now we want to build around Dame. We want to try to compete, you know, all these things. And yet we use the seventh round our seventh pick on Shaden Sharp. We use the third pick on Scoot. Now, the only thing I can say to this, this is the only thing I can say is we don't know what kind of offers were being offered for the, both of those picks. I mean, if they're terrible offers, then of course using the pick is the right choice. Now, what offers were out there, we will never know. I don't think we'll ever know what offers were out there. Um, you can hear rumors, and you you don't know if it's true or not, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I get why people feel like he's been lying to us, and I get why Dame's mad, and I get why why everyone's a little frustrated, but at the same time, Scoot and Sharp look to be like very, very, very good players with high upside and high potential. So if we're going this rebuilding route, then we're, we should be glad that Cronin went that route. Uh, so how do you feel about what uh, C. Walton said? I think for the most part, I, I think I agree. I don't know about the PR hit part. You know, like I don't know how much other people care, but I do think the part about him misleading us for the last two years is true because I do think, I mm-hmm. feel like his goal since he's, you know, got promoted, became GM, whatever, He's been prioritizing rebuilding over building, you know, with Dame. Um, I agree. The thing, so I, you know, I, I thought that for a while that he's, you know, he's, for lack of a better word, lying to us. But what I thought was that he, like, I, I thought Dame understood behind the scenes that, like, that was going on. They were kind of just, you know, naturally working to, together, even like this whole season, um, you know, towards like a friendly exit or like, Know, both understanding they gotta go their separate ways. Like one wants to rebuild, one wants to compete. I thought Dame was part, like aware of that, but because of how much bad blood there seems to be with the way this is going down, I'm wondering if maybe he did mislead Dame as well and tell him that he, you know, he he convinced him that he did want to build around him, but he actually didn't. Um, you know, whatever, all that we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's just. Uh, like it's surprising to me how how messy this exit is. I thought it would have been a lot a lot mm-hmm. smoother, a lot uh, friendlier. Uh, yeah, ultimately, I do think that his goal since the second he got hired has been to rebuild. I think almost all of his all of his moves have been either you know acquiring future assets or um yep or you know drafting young guys. Uh, except for getting Jeremy Grant, but all he gave up in that one was a Bucks twenty twenty five pick, I think. Um, yeah, everything else was yep. either making us worse, like now, like in this season, or acquiring future assets. So I think his goal has always been to rebuild. I think he's trying to pull a Sam Hinky. Uh, shoot, I'm forgetting the OKC GM's name. I think Sam Presti. He's, he's trying to you know follow their footsteps with just accumulating as many picks as possible. Um, so yeah, I don't think he ever genuinely wanted to go all in. Uh, so that on that part, I agree for sure. In terms of get taking a PR, PR hit, I don't, you know, I don't know. Like, I think it might be a while until we find out how other GMs or other people feel about him. But I feel like from what I've seen, the fans haven't turned on him yet, which actually did surprise me a little bit, but I guess it makes sense too. Um, and then, you know, in terms of other GMs, it doesn't really matter what they think of him anyways. 
unless they're like refusing you know refusing to trade with him or something but anyways uh long story short yeah i do think he misled us possibly misled damon i think he wanted to rebuild the entire time well and and, and like you said since he's been there, he's been acquiring future assets, young assets. And I mean, look no further than trading Norman Powell, Robert Covington for Keon Johnson in the second round pick, and then trading CJ and Larry Nance for, you know, the only player that really was worth stating in Josh Hart and a, a first round pick. And then, you know, we let Josh Hart go, which which I think most people understand that he wasn't going to resign with us most likely. So letting him go and getting a first round pick out of him was worth it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, those right there are signs of a a rebuild, not a sign of competing. Yeah. But um, I don't want to get into this too much because it's like, you know, water under the bridge, but I feel like he would have resigned if, you know, if the goal was that we were building a contender, but I think, you know, that never was the goal. That's why he probably, he might not have, Mm -hmm. but I think that, now, if we genuinely intended to build a good team, then he would have stayed. That's just that's my two. And that's yeah, and that's very possible. And it, and it would make sense. And you know, I'm sure having Josh Hart, having Jeremy Grant, you know, trading that third pick and for you know someone for a more established player. That's those are moves that Dame would be happy with. But instead, you lose Josh Hart. You use the third pick on a player on a rookie. That's you know essentially his replacement you you know you don't move simons you don't you don't um trade the seventh pick the year before like it's just all all signs just showing that you're trying to stock up on young talent and you know look to the future instead of looking to here and now when you have a top 75 nba player um what a lot of people say is the greatest blazer of all time it just sucks it sucks i understand dame's reasoning i understand cronin's reasoning um, I think most of us are on the side of Cronin at this point that it's just time to start over. And and there's nothing wrong with that. The issue that I think both of us are having, though, is just the way Dame's going about it, which is crazy because it's not something we've ever like you would have never two years ago. You never would have questioned like the way Dame would go about something. But it just seems like it seems so backwards what he's doing. Like, you know, people keep bringing up the. He said he'd never do a super team, you know, thing. And like Paul George saying the thing about um, running from the grind and then going to the wanting to only go to the heat and all this stuff. And it's like. To an extent, I get it, but also Dame has also been on record numerous times saying all he wants to do is have a chance at competing. Like as long as the Blazers are trying to compete, he wants to be here. And clearly we're not trying to compete. I think it's pretty clear we're not. So we can't like be shocked that this is happening. And while I don't like the necessarily like him saying, I only want to go to Miami and, you know, it being so public where it's making a lot of other things hard and saying, you know, I'll sit out if it's not Miami, which I'm going to be on. Let me ask you right now, Fawad, if he gets traded to another team, let's say he goes to any other team that's not Miami. You think he's sitting out? I don't think so. There's no way that's not like, like saying like this, him asking out is not him is totally different story than saying he's just not going to play basketball. Like the, the everything that he has worked up to, to this point would be completely ruined. If he, if he pulls this, I'm not, I'm not going to play. I'm going to sit out for the next three years. Like, I mean, what what is he going to do? He's going to sit out for the next three years. 
if he goes to Oklahoma City or if he goes anywhere else, Boston, anywhere, he's just going to sit out. Like, it is, that's just, that's just stupid. There's no way that's happening. The whole thing, I mean, we could spend hours talking about this. The whole thing is just crazy. Yeah. And and depressing. Uh, yeah, well said. Um. <laughs> is there, I mean... I mean, like like I said, we can sit here and we can go forever and talk about all the you know all the issues we have and what we think could happen. But it's like, at this point, we just have to let it happen. Like it's like you said, I'm tired of getting on Facebook, getting on Twitter, and just seeing all these people losing their minds about Dame asking for a trade, or all these Miami Heat fans saying, "Why is Portland not trading us Kyle Lowry for Damian Lillard?" Like, wait, come on, he must come here. Like, it's so it's getting so old, dude. Like, I can't. I can't, I can't. Someone in Discord today, uh, give me one second, I'm going to say who it is. It was, it was Otis. Otis uh, posted in Discord about uh, the possibility of trading Dame for um, Jalen Brown. You already know that I'm a massive Jalen Brown fan, but at that point, if we're trading Dame for Jalen Brown, it doesn't make sense. As much as I like Jalen Brown, trading Dame for Brown just, to me, doesn't make sense anymore. I mean. Yes, he's younger, but at that point, we're starting over, and there's no, I don't think trading Dame for Brown is worth it. So, to me, if we're trading Dame, it's truly to start over. I don't see, the only thing I could see is getting, like, a very, very young star player, which wouldn't make sense if you're trading Dame to a team. They're going to want to keep those star players, too. So, I think we're just looking at first-round picks. Um, Speaking of picks, I saw this trade... Who knows if it's true? It's just a rumor. But the most recent trade that I've seen from Miami, which is because it seems like that's the only place that trade rumors are coming out for, was Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Jovich, four first-round picks, three first-round pick swaps. I have no idea where all these picks are coming from because I don't believe the Heat have these many picks. But... I thought they, they had, had three, three first-round picks. So now, yeah. Okay, so now they have two. Okay, so whether this is true or not, if this is true to me, that's a trade that I would take. You get four first-round picks, you get three first-round swaps, so that's essentially seven picks right there. Um, and then you have Tyler Hero. You can decide if you want to keep Tyler Hero and move Simons, or if you want to trade Tyler Hero for something else. Um Duncan Robinson is just cap filler. Once his contract is gone, he's he's gone. And then you have Nikola Jovic, who is a young guy who has potential. And, you know, that's a player that maybe we keep in in a couple years. But to me, anything under. Anything under. I would almost would say four four first for Dame is not enough. Like three, maybe three, maybe depending on what team it is, but. But like this, this two first round picks and the pick swaps like that's a terrible I don't care about Tyler Hero like that's just a terrible value for Dame. And I will say this. I'm glad that Joe Cronin isn't just rolling over and taking the first trade that got offered to him from Miami. Um, He has made he's made it clear that he is willing to wait, whether that's the truth or a lie or just, you know, posturing to try to get a better value. I guess we'll find out here soon. But I mean. What, in your opinion, what's a good value I, for Dame? Um, 
I, I think Dame's value is lower than what a lot of, a lot of Blazers fans think. Um, he's He just turned 33. He has, I think, four years left on his deal. Um, and he'll be making like... Sorry. <coughs> oh my god, what has happened to me? Um, he'll, he'll be making like, I think, 60 <laughs> million in the last... Uh, in the last year, last two years of his contract. So... That's a lot mm-hmm. of money for an undersized guard who's not a good defender, who's also 33 years old. Like, I do think his game will age well, but, like, 33 is 33, you know? Like, that's, like, 10 years ago, that's the end of your career, basically, for almost every guy, every player in the league. So, he is definitely near the end of his career. Um, even though his game will age well... He's gonna be making sixty million as an undersized point guard, which I don't think a lot of teams are looking for. Definitely, like rebuilding teams, I think they have no interest in Dame. And then playoff teams, how many of them can, mm-hmm. you know, how many of them can afford to get Dame and still stay competitive? Um, and like a, a lot of like contending teams don't even have four picks available. So I think. The market for Dame is not that big, um, and I genuinely think that Miami's best offer, which would be you know the two picks, um, Jovic, their their rookie this year, and then uh, I think they have like one or two other decent young guys. I think like Haywood Highsmith, if he's tradable, which I think he is, um, and then plus all their pick swaps. Like I think that's pretty close to one of the best offers you're gonna get. You know, I get it. It doesn't look appealing on paper, um, but you can flip Hero for at least one pick, possibly two from a two or even three from what we're hearing from Brooklyn. Um, I, I, was was three what we heard from Brooklyn or two? I don't know. One one of the two might have been two. Um, yeah, so one or two, two picks from Hero as well. I think that's that's pretty close to the best package you're gonna get. I think Toronto. Toronto is a team that I think can offer a better package, but again, they're in a position where they really, you know, it doesn't make sense for them to. They're not, like, that's not going to put them over the top. Getting Dame, like, even if they, like, first of all, they're not going to part with um, Scotty Barnes, but for argument's sake, let's say they did. Like, Dame, Siakam, and who, who's left? Um, what's their center? Uh, forgetting his name. Pirtle, yeah. Dame, Siakam, and Pirtle, that's not winning a championship. Uh, that's a decent big three, but they already had no depth. I guess, yeah. But, you you know, got OG I mean, there, too. Maybe OG would be included in that trade, too, so who knows. But, like, that, they already had no depth this year, and they were playing their starters, like, 40 minutes and still couldn't make the playoffs. Like, if you throw Dame on and get rid of probably two, uh, two rotation players... That team's like just barely gonna make the playoffs. They're not contending, so Toronto has no reason to make that deal if they're not gonna be contenders after. So I think you know that same situation applies to a lot of teams where, on paper, they might have a lot of assets, but they have no you know real incentive to you know make a big trade if it's only gonna move them up like three spots in the standings. You know, um, so that's why. I think it, yeah, I feel like Toronto's kind of screwed um, themselves over saw, these last couple they're years. Okay, enough position that they can recover, but I think they definitely made a couple mistakes along the way. But yeah, I think just 
for mm-hmm. just to sum up for all those reasons um, i think the market for data is a lot lower than what people think four picks i think would be the absolute best case scenario in my opinion i i think very likely that we'll probably get three yeah uh, yeah i think th- three is what to, what we should expect That's that's where I kind of am at. As I would love to have three or four, but I don't think I think three is going to end up being where it's at. Um, a couple other teams that there's been rumors of interest for Dame would be OKC. Uh, Utah had some rumors it. coming out I about Utah possibly game. doing that. Uh, sense to me. I don't understand Utah, but I guess. Yeah, um, there was rumors about Boston. And I don't think those rumors included Jalen Brown. I think it was more like, um, I want to say it was like Robert Williams and um, Pritchard and some first round picks. Um, So it wasn't Jalen Brown in those rumors. And then obviously there was rumors with Toronto. um, And I feel like there was one more and I'm drawing a blank on who it was besides Miami. Boston will probably happily give up four picks. I would take, Three picks from pretty much any other team in the league over Boston's four picks. Dame and Tatum, that's yep. like that's gonna yep. be contender. I would too. Year. They're not picking. And, and Tatum's still young enough. And if Jalen Brown somehow wasn't included in those, like Tatum and Brown are still mm-hmm. good enough that in yeah. 2027, 2028, those picks are still gonna be late round picks. So um, I feel like Boston's not like doesn't have a chance at us trading Dame um, unless something crazy happened. I I swear there is one more and I'm forgetting it. And I know as soon as we end this podcast, I'm going to remember it. Um, Yeah, I I don't think it was Brooklyn, but I mean, there was those rumors of Brooklyn. Um, Honestly, I honestly almost think I like Brooklyn out of all of them, like the package we could get. But, you know, they're rumors. Who knows if they're even true? I mean, uh, I mean, like like we just like we said a little bit earlier, and time will tell what happens. Um, I don't see Dame sitting out wherever he goes, even if he ends up staying here. I don't see him sitting out. Um, he's big on legacy and leaving, you know. To sit out just that just does make makes absolutely no sense to me. But, you know, who knows? I think I agree. I think their package is. Probably my favorite, assuming you know they're willing to give something up. Like if Claxton and like three picks, like I, like I, I'm happy with that. But again, it's got to be Claxton. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they are willing to do that because if they get rid of Claxton, that's just pretty much Dane, Cam Johnson, and Mikhail Bridges. So if they if they think that's a contender, they might be willing to make that trade. But if they don't, mm-hmm. they, that like that might not be on the table to begin with. So you don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, let's let's quickly touch on the summer league before we wrap this up. Uh, for those of you that didn't get to watch the summer league, I watched almost all the games. I think I only missed the last game on Sunday. Um, first, first things first. Obviously, Scoot Henderson uh, unfortunately pulled a little bit better version of a Shaden Sharp, and about three quarters into it, hurt his shoulder and was out the rest of the game, and then ended up just being out the rest of the summer league. But those first three quarters, you could tell um, why he was, you know, highly touted as being one of the, you know, a number one pick in any, almost any other draft. Um, a lot of people are saying that uh, Charlotte really messed up taking Brandon Miller, although I don't think they did. I mean, 
I think Brandon Miller is going to be a good player, and I think it's just a bad summer league. And, and actually, it wasn't even that bad. As the summer league went on, it got better for him. Um, but Scoot is definitely, you can tell, he is definitely going to be one of those players that can be a you know a cornerstone for a franchise. Um, his he, Defensively, he was getting his hands in everything. Offensively, he hit a couple step backs. He was getting to the, you know, he was driving into the into the lane easy. He was playmaking pretty well. Um, he, I mean, he was doing everything well. Um, so unfortunately, we only got to see three quarters of him, and but the three quarters was pretty promising. And unf- for those of you that don't know, we did not make the semifinals because I don't even know who the guy was in the first game against Houston. But with like eight seconds left, instead of just dribbling the ball out or getting fouled and shooting free throws. He tries to throw an alley-oop that goes out of bounds with like 0.6 seconds left, and Jabari Smith hits pretty much a half-court shot to beat us by one point. Or maybe two. I can't remember if we were up by two or not. Um, and that was our only game we lost besides the last game, which we didn't play anybody. So uh, we probably would have made the play or the semifinals and you know the finals again to try to be back-to-back. But whoever that dude was, <laughs> I guess... He had other other uh, ideas. Um, the other thing I wanted to add real quick on the summer league. I know Fawad said he didn't wa- get to watch too much of it. So watching watching Shaden Sharp like he he looked like uh, like an NBA player. Like you could tell like there was a, a significant difference in Shaden Sharp and pretty much everybody else that was out there. Um, and, and I'm, I will go on this podcast right now and say that Shaden Sharp within the next three years will be an all-star. I mean, that dude, he, he's got, he's got what it takes to be an all-star and I am willing to say within the next three years, he's going to be an all-star that, especially if we move Dame and he becomes more of a focal point, that dude is, he's, he's special. He can do, yeah. For those of you that didn't get to watch, you missed out. He is just a highlight reel. He he can pull up and hit shots. He can create for himself. I mean, he can rebound. Shaden Sharp is going to become a, a lot of players' favorite, or a lot of people's favorite player yeah, for like, us. Um, um, was, was there anything you wanted to add on for the summer league? Caught like half or a little bit more than half of one game. Um, but I looked. I was looking at the numbers after pretty much every game, and I just want to shout out um, again. These are just the numbers. I didn't watch all of them, but Jabari Walker seemed almost consistently good in every single game. Um, and last year, pretty much yep. any time he got more than a few minutes, he was playing yep. well. So I'm really excited about him this season. If he gets, you know, big minutes off the bench, uh, I, I think he can make, you know, he, I think he can have impact. I think he'll be a really good player. I'm very excited for him. I do too. And he improved his three-point shooting. Like in the summer league, he was shooting much better than he was last year. Um, so that's encouraging. Um, um, was there anybody else you wanted to shout out? I don't think uh, there was one guy. He's not on the Blazers, right? So there was. There was. Yeah, there's yeah. one guy named. I think his last name was Devo. I think is what it was. And a lot of people got really excited on him because he scored like 23 one game. Um, he he kind of just reminds me of like honestly like um like he's just a scorer is what he is and that's not a bad thing it's not a bad thing and he's probably going to get picked up by a team i don't see us keeping him 
but he wasn't bad by any means. I just, I don't think he fits what our team's trying to do. So I think he could develop into a decent player, but I, like a lot of people were losing their minds after he scored 23 points or whatever it was and saying how we needed to sign him right now. And it just, for one thing, we're so guard heavy. We don't need another guard. Um, so shout out to Devo. I mean, he looked, he looked good. He scored pretty easily. He, he, uh, he's left-handed. So that always throws me off every time I see someone shoot left-handed, but, um, I mean, he, he could score easy. Uh, so shout out to him. And then, like you said, Jabari Walker looked great. It kind of reminded me of like what Trenton Watford looked like and how excited we were with Trenton Watford. And now it's like, I still don't, still don't fully understand why we got rid of Watford, but Jabari Walker's going to plug in just as well as Trenton Watford did for us. Um, Yeah. There's still a couple players that I'm like Christian, Christian Wood. Wow. He's still not signed. So, I mean, he's like, and he's like getting the vet minimum from a couple teams. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but like he's going to end up going to the Lakers for the vet minimum. We already know that's how it, how it works. A player, like a player that's worth more money than that, but no team is willing to give him a little bit more money. He goes to the Lakers for the vet minimum. So, I mean, we know that's going to happen. It's just crazy. That's a that's a oh, very good player, like, and I don't know just how he's not being scorer. signed. That's pretty much all he can do. And with big men, like you need to be a good defender to keep your minutes. Yeah, for a veteran. Yeah, and they were not. A I mean, so player. who did who did he play for last year? The the Mavericks. Yeah, I mean, when I say very good player, I mean like he's like a player worth worth yeah. having on a roster. That's a like a that's a at least a competitive team that. Um, can make an impact at some point. Um, it's still crazy to me that he's not signed when you got DeAndre Jordan on the on the Nuggets. And it's basically you, what he said. I think he, you don't have Christian Wood on someone's like team. It's just crazy. Mil, but he wants like fifteen. If no, one, if no one's gonna give him fifteen, he'd rather just take a better. Yeah, he wants more. I think that's probably what's going on. Hmm. Um, uh, did no. you have anything else you want to add before we get to the poll question? Okay. So here, here's our poll. For those of you that are still with us, uh, we were supposed to have a very special guest, one that has not been on the podcast in, uh, I don't even know, a long, long-ass time. And uh, he could not stay awake, I'm going to assume, and I don't blame him. It's probably 4 o'clock in the morning for him right now. But Mike was supposed to be on here, so shout out to all you OG people that listened to us when we first started. Mike was with us. Um, Mike lives in Portugal, so there is a massive time difference between Fawad and I. So um, shout out to Mike. He said he wanted to come on and talk, so hopefully you know he's he can make the next one, and we'll talk a little bit with him. But uh, we have we have another poll. So once again, if you guys are listening on Spotify, scroll down to the bottom of the episode, vote on the poll. And like C. Walton did, you can also leave comments on them if you want. Um, so here's the poll. And it's pretty simple. What's going to happen with Dame? Is he going to get traded to Miami? Does he get traded to any other team in the NBA? Does he not get traded at all in place for Portland? Or does he sit out like he claims he's going to do? Um, so, Fouad, what's your, what's your take um, on this? You know, like if I had to rank them, I think that's my number one. And I think it'll be it'll happen after uh, their their rookie is eligible to be traded. I think he has to, yeah they have to wait thirty days. 
I think sometime after he's eligible, he'll be traded. But my second one after that would be, I think there's a better chance that he's not traded by the start of the season. Uh, similar to uh, who did who did that? Yeah, might have been Harden. Yeah, I think it might be like that kind of thing. And then he's traded James Harden, like November, you know, December, like a couple of weeks in. Um, so yeah, I would go Miami, then not traded, and actually. I don't know. If he's not traded, I kind of feel like he he would play, actually. I don't think he would sit out. So I, I, I might actually go with that. So I, I know the poll only asked for one, but I'll just rank them anyways. So I think it's going to go Miami, then plays for Portland, then, you know, anywhere else. And then, you know, he sits out. I mean, I, I'm I'm right there with you. I don't. I think what's going to happen is he's going to get traded to Miami at some point, whether it's tomorrow, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months, start of the season, two weeks into the season. Like at some point, he's going to go to Miami. That's just how it's going to be. Whether that's a three-team trade, a four, five, six-team trade, like that doesn't matter. He's going to go to Miami at, at some point. Um, I don't see him going anywhere else. So then my next one would be that he stays in Portland. And then I even see less that he sits out. So that to me isn't even on the list for what's going to happen. So yeah, sitting out. Was just I just I, I don't see how it's not going to be Miami at this point. Yeah. Um. Nope. Um. Okay. Do you have anything else? Is a training camp in September? So we have about a month and a half, two months, probably closer to two months actually of you know. Slow news. Uh, actually, no. When Dame when Dame is traded, that'll be news. But nothing, no specific date to look forward to. So I guess we'll just yeah, yeah. I guess we'll just keep talking about yeah. We're in the dog days of off season right now. Or I don't know. Let's try to think of something. <laughs> yeah, that's we'll we'll come up with stuff, and then also I know we want to do another listener podcast. So um, if if you guys are listening still. Get you know, get yourself ready if you want to come on the podcast and talk and you know come up with some stuff and we'll we'll get that going. Um, but other than that, I think that's gonna do it for tonight. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to vote on the poll at least. Um, and as always, Rip City, baby. Thanks to My Life Pursuing for the music used on the intros and the outros of this podcast. You can check them out on all major streaming platforms at My Life Pursuing.
Thank you.